shows are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Welcome to the Adventures in Tech Podcast. Talking the latest tips and trends in educational technology to innovate and engage your students. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Dan. Back at it once again, day number two of Nicegate. My name is Andrew. And I'm Dan. And we actually have a special guest here. Now, <laughs> before we give the proper introduction to this next individual, uh, he needs no introduction. He does, no, because we, we did mention him on the podcast before, and we've mentioned his name, and we said he was going to be here, and we finally conjured him to be coming onto the podcast. This is Art. Hi, Art. What's going on, guys? Nice to be here. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, as you all know that Dan and I are tech integration specialists in the district, and Art is our direct superior. He's our boss. So, of course, it's great to have Art on uh, the podcast. He is a director of technology. He's a Google innovator. He's done our job. Uh, he's been a building level administrator. I mean, he's a jack of all trades. Number one Chromebook fixer in the world, I think. I, I'm and, out of ideas. And he was a social studies teacher. Oh, there it is. Make sure we put that out there. Yes. That's where the roots are. The roots uh, in the ground, literally from social studies. So, Art's here, and we're going to get the perspective on what he's been up to with the conference. It is kind of, it's day three. We had talked about the Maker uh, Maker Fair on Saturday. Yesterday was really day one. Today's day two uh, of the regular conference for NiceGate 2021 Better Together. So, Art, you had corporate councils. Let's explain. What are corporate councils? Uh, corporate councils is a little bit different piece of the conference. And what we're doing there is we get to meet with a select group of individuals, uh, usually administrators, some tech integrators. They try to mix it up a little bit. But we meet with certain vendors and have like a think tank. We have a discussion on topics that are interesting them to them but that they want to get feedback on from us. Okay. Very good. So kind of like a preview of products to come. Uh, products to come, ideas to come. Um, they really try to hash out any ideas and get our feedback before they launch any new projects. So kind of like beta versions of things. Yes, All most right. definitely. Is there anything without, you know, full disclosure, because you probably can't give it, is there anything exciting coming out that you've heard out of the corporate council session so far that you've attended? Uh, this particular year, one of the things they're looking at is how to improve uh, cellular ser service in the mm. buildings again. There's been that ongoing conversation, obviously, with the pandemic. We were dealing with families that did not have access at home. Right. So we were dealing with mobile devices, um, different MiFi hotspots, whatever you want to call them, uh, working. And they didn't always work well. So the companies are now trying to figure out how to harness that technology better to provide access for our families, for our students outside of the school day. But also bringing that technology in, because as we know, in a lot of our buildings, you know, they're bomb shelters. You walk in, right. you have no cellular service whatsoever. Right. And it's been a big discussion on the po podcast, the, the theme of equity and equity amongst all of our students, which is obviously a big component because we want them all to have equitable experiences. Uh, you know, all of us educators do. So that's cool. All right. Dan, you went to some sessions today. I did. I got up bright and early and I was very excited. Hold on go. a sec. Hold on. Bright and early for you, Dan, is like 4 a.m. You did not get up at 4 a.m. today. I did. Okay, but you didn't go running today. Not today. I'm he taking, took a day off. I'm taking a All day right. off. <laughs> but the day's not over yet. I yeah. still might go run. <laughs> but I did get up because I really wanted to see a session with Eric Kurtz. Yes, big fan. Uh, big fan. Um, very excited. For those of you that do not know Eric Kurtz, you may know his blog, Control-Alt-Achieve. Yep. 
Um, Eric, just like another big fan of ours, Matt Miller, um, is an awesome tech integrator that shares so many valuable resources. Yeah. So we looked at Google Tools to help all learners. Um, a lot of different things built into Chromebooks that yeah. you can write into the OS and then also extensions that can really reach and differentiate and provide accommodations for students. So he definitely um, turned me on to some new things and also made me look at some of the ways I'm using these tools in a completely different light. So I'm excited to, to see what, what comes of some experimentation. Well, and I think, you know, you talk about experimentation, but I think we can uh, kind of dedicate an entire episode just to how to help struggling students and actually leveling the playing field for all students using extensions and Google tools, uh, because there are a lot of districts that are in the Google atmosphere. So that's definitely important. Yeah, I will point out just one of the cool things that I'm walking away from. I know a lot of people love the extension read and write for Google. Yep. Um, Purple puzzle piece. I'm not sure how many people are aware, but educators get free full access and free 99. Free 99. But one of the things he showed me, which I was aware of, is you can do highlighting tools and go through any document and highlight words. But what I didn't realize is you can go in and highlight, and then it turns it into a vocabulary list. So it Ooh. takes all the keywords, puts it into a table where you see word, definition, and it creates an image for you and a place with notes. So as you're looking at a text and you want to bring out the big vocabulary, you can do it really easily and it puts it right into a Google Doc. So then you have it for your students. And then by going to tools and translate, you can provide those valuable vocabulary to your ENL students. You know, that's powerful. Even, I mean, the ENL component's one thing, but just thinking about how differentiating instruction that could be based on vocabulary acquisition for a lot of our students, that's going to be huge because then they have their own list of uh, you know, valuable vocabulary that they need to learn. That's great. That's great. Art, you hit any sessions? Uh, actually, the only session I hit today, just because of my schedule, was the uh, session with you guys, <laughs> <laughs> which was which was a big session. I mean, we, yes. you guys had a huge turnout today. Um, you know, as I was hanging out, we ended up staying a lot longer than just our one-hour session. Your guys' one-hour session. Hour session. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. All of us. Teamwork yeah. makes the dream work, baby. But uh, we had a lot of people that came and stayed after and with a lot of great questions and a lot of uh, feedback and follow-up, so it was looking pretty good. Yeah, it was a great. What about yesterday? I know we didn't get to talk to you yesterday, Art. Any, any of the sessions yesterday? I know you had corporate councils as well. but Yeah, I spent a lot of time with corporate council yesterday. Um, I had some side meetings with a couple vendors, a couple uh, colleagues of mine looking for some additional projects, side projects that they want to work on, uh, looking for piloting a couple of new ideas and I like collaborating with my colleagues, so we definitely had some sit-downs yesterday just to see what's on the horizon and what we can help with uh, in the near future. That's great. So it is Monday at the NiceGate 2021 Better Together Conference. We are here through tomorrow. and uh, wraps up kind of mid-afternoon tomorrow. Uh, Dan and I do have another session on digital badging. Uh, that'll be the last uh, session slot of the conference. We do have one more session to present on along with... Uh, uh, John and Tara, who were on uh, a previous episode, they have another one uh, tomorrow as well. Um, as we start to look, the uh, we're on the exhibition floor and looking around, you know, there's a, a lot of, uh, you see the, the typical interactive display panels and you see some 3D printers and this kind of stuff. Um, is there anything that has caught your guys' attention that's like, ooh, wow, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, not throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks, but saying, hey, I want to try this out. 
I've been looking a little bit at um, not so much connectivity like in terms of Wi-Fi, but power. Um, we've gone one-to-one with some of our uh, students this year. And as much as we would like them to charge their devices during the, yeah. you know, the day before in the evening, they're coming to school, their devices aren't fully powered, and the concept of running extension cords and surge protectors across the floor is not necessarily favorable. So I've been having a conversation with a couple vendors here uh, over the past couple of days looking at different systems they're coming out with. Um, you know, some of them are carts, some of them are... Like these little rolling stands where you can plug in multiple devices at once, which I think would be really useful. Um, so I'm like looking at those right now. Otherwise, like you said, a lot of it's displays, a lot of it's carrying cases. Right. All great stuff, all great resources. Um, a lot of these vendors we are very familiar with and have worked with them quite a bit in the past. So it's good to see what they have. Yeah, and, and the thing that I know Dan and I always mention, you know, if you are not a member of NiceGate, it is free to join. So you just have to go to NiceGate.org. Uh, they have a ton of resources on their webpage. Even if you can't make it up to the annual conference, there are a lot of lookups, all, uh, local meetups uh, and chapters uh, or groups, I should say, uh, all across the state where they have those regional meetups and conferences and sessions and tons of free CTLE uh, courses uh, for credit. So there's a lot going on. Dan, I did see the table over there, Moat, and I know we've talked about Moat before. So Moat you know, is a great tool and, you know, for feedback, you know, did you get to connect with them at all, Dan? No, but I want to make my way over. <laughs> As the guy is, just maybe, walks by. Maybe we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. We'll, we'll bring him in. Um, I, as you all know, I'm a big fan of Moat. Um, one thing I did learn about Moat this morning in Eric Kurt's sec- uh, session is how easily it will integrate into Google Slides. So we always look at that audio feature of insert audio into Google Slides. Now you can do it directly in Moat. I'm sure you always could, but I just got my eyes open to it. So as you're building those interactive slide decks, so let's say you're, you're teaching vowel sounds, long A's, short A's, you can use your Moat, right. record the sounds for them, at- attach it to an object, they can drag it around, they can move it, and they can listen to it. So getting that audio into slides via Moat, that's a great, great Good app smashing tool there. Yeah, that's great. That's great. All right, so one thing I wanted to talk about here live uh, at at NiceGate 2021 is, you know, we were just talking about Moat, and we're going to connect with them on on another day. Uh, Met their VP of Education, John. He's going to, you know, call into the podcast one time and talk about how valuable Moat is, as Dan was just mentioning. But we are very fortunate that, you know, virtual reality, we mentioned a couple episodes ago, and we're talking, you know, is is education ready for that platform to be a viable tool, instruction in the classroom, whether it be, you know, daily, weekly, you know, uh, thematic-based, whichever it is. But Class VR is uh, basically virtual reality field trips, but everything, the technology is built within. So we have we have Mark here from Trox. We're still at the Trox booth here. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. No, thanks for being here, Mark. So can you tell us a little bit about the Class VR platform and what exactly it is for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Class VR uh, has been around for about five years now. Uh, we're in you know potentially 12 to 1,300 school districts in uh, North America. Um, but essentially, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's an interface that sits on top of an Android operating system. What that allows for is teachers to mitigate downtime and continue to control a classroom environment. So, 
when we think of the dynamics, uh, the different variables like uh, Bluetooth breakage, things like that, uh, that would require a teacher to engage the technology department. So uh, look at it as uh, empowering teachers. Uh, we have the tools and the control mechanisms uh, for a teacher to sit behind their laptop, desktop, whichever, uh, through our cloud-based portal and manage the devices and also select content to load onto the devices. Right. So, right. We're looking, uh, you know, to uh, to again contain students in an environment that the teacher prescribes, rather than allowing them to drift off and do things and go areas they're not right. supposed to. So right. <laughs> it continues to empower the teachers uh, overall. But uh, all we do is education. The content we've curated and uh, also have designed uh, are educational topics and subjects. Wow. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, just we we've been very fortunate that we have uh, like a starter set. I think is how it's it. It's coined. Uh, we have four four of them, uh, hopefully to expand upon the amount of uh, goggles. I know a question we had off the air about, uh, you know, a big issue now we talk about is cleanliness and how do you keep these things clean without harming them or ruining them because of the technology and how it's proprietary. But you said that, you know, simple wipes, right, uh, are okay as well as UV light. Is that accurate? Um. Yeah, uh, our storage cart uh, that we offer uh, has a UV light in there that supports sterilization. Uh, we don't guarantee it. It does support sure. it, especially if you leave it in overnight. Um, but non-alcoholic, alcoholic wipes, uh, the materials we use really doesn't erode. Uh, so it's uh, it could be cleaned very easily. Yeah, that's an important thing, especially based on the level of the, the ages of the children. Utilizing, obviously, uh, the headsets. Uh, as well as, you know, with the current climate that we're still part of, you know, cleanliness and, and hygiene is at the forefront of using these products. So we know that AR, VR, it's, it's definitely increasing engagement. Uh, students are into it, came out of, you know, the pandemic with the Roblox and the Among Us and all those games and yeah. Oculus and, and all of those things. So now tying that into the education, uh, you know, world is so important because it's speaking the same language as the students are. So... You talked about the portal. You talked about how there's a, a ton of pre-made content. Does that cover all content areas? Yeah, it, it really does. Um, you know, uh, from uh, you know virtual uh, 3D scenes that um, we can immerse students back in you know the industrial revolution. Uh, right. To give you an example, uh, and you can uh, essentially a, an educator can guide students through those environments and have some dialogue. Um, but it's all uh, educational content. Today we do recognize that uh, we have to be dynamic um, because content, uh, subject matter, topics, climate change, some school districts want it, some don't, but sure. uh, we're really trying to be dynamic and be able to pivot, especially with remote learning aspects too. Absolutely. So we do um, have some features that would cover remote learning as well. That's great. Now I know Dan's into the next big component that I really want to ask us. So we know there's the pre-made content sure. in the platform. We're big creators, not consumers, and creating those experiences for our students. And Dan's been dabbling with a bunch of things uh, with the actually creating and immersing in your own in using different platforms. So I know I'm going to turn it over to Dan and say, Dan, what do you want to ask Mark about this with Thingling and co-spaces right. and all that jargon that I could keep going on and on about? Well, I wanted to talk to Mark and we, we spoke a little off air, but, you know, just coming from the lens of practicality and a teacher dipping their toe into AR and VR, we, as Andrew mentioned before, we did have an episode a couple weeks ago, is AR and VR ready for prime time? Um, and, 
you know, a lot of teachers looking to go into this world, they might not be able to get full VR sets. It might be like we're starting with a starter pack. Um, there's a lot, you know, so if you can talk a little bit about, because you said teachers can, can create experiences for students, but what about students being able to create something? So as we have a whole class um, working on developing some sort of VR experience and then being able to, to share it and view it through a, a limited number of, head, uh, of headsets, uh, how would that process work? Is it even possible? Yeah. Um, very good question. Uh, you know, I'll focus on uh, the two uh, third-party uh, apps that we make available for design uh, and creation. Uh, CoSpaces, uh, it, it truly allows students, uh, especially if they're learning how to program and code, uh, they can write script using different languages in CoSpaces to create 3D environments. So I'm certain you guys, uh, you know, n have heard about the metaverse. Uh, it's coming fast and hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the metaverse yeah. is coming. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, essentially, these 3D worlds uh, and environments students can create and then write a script to make it animate. So um, all of that can be done uh, in CoSpaces, and then you're very easily just grabbing that URL and pasting that into our management portal uh, to push out that content to the devices. So um, again, it's one aspect for design, uh, especially if students are gonna take on that project. Um, they're able to kind of walk through everybody else in the class on their design. So, you know, uh, the metaverse is gonna create a ton of opportunities, and what we do very well is make sure that teachers and students um, are kind of dipping their toe and we lessen the threat uh, of the intimidation uh, you know uh, of the uh, of using this technology in schools I mean thank you for sharing that because what I'm hearing makes me very excited because as Andrew mentioned we really want to focus on aspects of creation so students being given performance assessments and then giving choice and then opportunities to create something yeah. and every time we offer choice I mean they, they're always looking towards some sort of game design app building working in a virtual environment and the the integration of tools that will work in the goggles and out of the goggles I, I think it brings brings it to a reality for that classroom teacher yeah because they can work in platforms and not have to be right. in the goggles and rely on you know, just things that are, not that they're not fantastic resources that are in there, but to customize and create learning experiences. Yeah, it goes back to the, the dynamics of today that's required, and, and our platform is definitely, uh, you know, ready for that. That's great. Well, Mark, we do appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Obviously, anybody who is interested in uh, getting a set of Class VR, now they come in, increments of four is that correct uh, four eight and thirty yeah. four eight and thirty so you can definitely dip the toe in the water you can talk to uh whoever is in charge of purchasing at your school district and we can get you connected we'll uh, get mark's contact info uh at trox so if you are interested and you want to definitely uh get a quote you can uh talk to mark and he can kind of give you some more information on that as well we greatly appreciate it thank you so much mark, you, mark for coming thank on you. You know, we're excited to use the platform more and more. You answered some questions off the air, as Dan said, about what we were looking for. Uh, but I think uh, we're pretty much going to wrap up, right, Dan? Uh, we'll be wrapping up uh, day two officially here of the NiceGate 2021 uh, Better Together Conference. Uh, any last thoughts, Dan? Um, I'm, just, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm excited because there's just a buzz here of people, common-minded people, looking to support each other. So it doesn't matter if it's right. a vendor or someone in your session or someone you just meet, 
you know, and say hi to. Um, we're creating connections um, in order so we can share, brainstorm, build those personal learning networks. I mean, you know, how great it is, like, we, we presented at a session or you go to a session and all of a sudden you have 10, 15 new people to follow on Twitter yeah. or they're following <laughs> on you. That's it. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden you have that ability to share w with with so many more individuals, it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited that the conference is back in person, getting to connect with these educators, as Dan said. Art, we, we, we appreciate every year you're here with us, uh, rolling, rolling hard with us through all these uh, corporate councils, all the sessions, take, uh, all the takeaways where we kind of digest it after, obviously, the Thanksgiving holiday because the conference goes right up to the, uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Any final thoughts for you, Art? Um, we discussed it earlier. If you have not checked out NiceGate, definitely do so. Uh, I've been involved in this now for 12 years. A lot of the people that I've met, we continue to see year after year. Uh, it's a great time for our colleagues to get together. Uh, definitely check it out. Definitely check out the events in your area that are tied back to NiceGate. Uh, there are throughout New York State everywhere. Um, we just had a little session earlier today with our group uh, from our region and hoping to bring back more face-to-face -face events as well. Um, that is our goal. That is the goal of NiceGate this year, that whole Better Together. Uh, we're going to take that forward and hopefully see a lot more events occurring uh, throughout the regions. Yeah, and that's the big part, too, is not only, like, you know, when we get to this state level, but the local level is really important to, to kind of work uh, together with your colleagues. So, all right, so we're going to wrap up today. Once again, Tech Hard, Work Smart, Live an Adventure. Find Andrew on all socials at A Nicola Tech and Dan at WCSD Tech DR. <laughs>